0: I'm going. So, as I was saying, every northeastern city is Toronto.
1: Yes, they're all Toronto. Um, I, I wish we had so, some of the uh, you know suburban public transportation that Toronto has, but you know uh, Cuomo had to kick out Andy Byford because he was too good at his job. Yes. So, you know, here we are. Uh,
2: there we go. I am now also recording. Luckily, fantastic.
1: Hmm. Alright, does that mean we have a show going? Yes. So what, what so.
0: does Chicago smell like?
2: Uh, it just kinda smells vaguely of, like, sweat, you know, like, oh, you know, like, okay. did sweat, have to sweat change?
1: and kielbasa?
2: Yeah, it smells kinda <laughs> just like sweaty meat, I don't know, like that's, <laughs> that's sort of the, I was like, ah, oh, I imagine this is what Krakow smells like, and then I went to Krakow, and Krakow actually smells pretty decent.
1: <laughs> well, all of Europe just smells like diesel, diesel. and cigarettes.
2: Yeah, I mean, uh, Jacksonville smells pretty fucking heinous. That's the one thing I really remember about Jacksonville was that it truly did smell absolutely <laughs> atrocious. You
0: know, you know what I think the worst smelling American city is is Phoenix. Uh, purely because if you go in summer, you're just getting like melting rubber, like coating if the I inside have to of hear your lungs. One more person tell me that like actually Phoenix is nice and there's tons to do. No, I just no
2: no. Yeah, maybe in the three months of the year you can go outside.
1: I'm gonna <laughs> go with worst smelling city is Lancaster. Uh ooh.
0: no, because Gettysburg smells worse. If, really? if we're if we're extending yeah. if we're extending city down to like a small city or a town level, then yeah. I've got to put in a strong word for Greeley, Colorado, uh, uh, home home of the shit wind that occasionally ooh. like hits Denver from uh, from the various <laughs> hog plants. Uh, uh, th-
2: I I will say that York has that nice mixture of uh we used to have a paper a paper plant uh which smelled. Horrific. Wonderful. Uh, and then we also got the, um, we got the cow shit smell. Mm. So we had cow shit and, can I help you? Oh. About York, Pennsylvania. <laughs> yes.
3: Oh, shit.
2: Talking Talking, sh- Corinne wanted you to know that she had said talking shit. <laughs> ask, ask her
0: if she wants a job as the fourth host but, of the podcast. No. I'm not splitting it another way. <laughs>
1: That's the the nativism that always comes out after the commune is established.
0: (laughs) Well there's your Kronstaz.
1: Yes. Oh, hey! Um, Welcome to Well There's Your Problem, a podcast where we talk about which cities smell the worst. (laughs) Um, I'm Justin Rosniak, I'm the person who's talking right now. Uh, my pronouns are he and him, and I don't smell that good myself right I now, to be honest. feel you, bud. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: my name is Alice Cordwell-Kelly, my pronouns are she and her, and I smell delightful, thank you for asking. Cacharel. Uh My Very name is nice. Liam Anderson, and I'm the person who's talking right now. Uh, I smell,
2: I can only imagine, absolutely fucking atrocious. I took a shower this morning, I don't think it helped. I, I assume I just sort of smell like I don't know what I smell like. That's not that bad. That's fine. That's, that that that's, that's if you if you This if you is, can't, this has been the smell update. Smell.
1: It's a smell update. Yeah. You're you're lucky we don't have smell of vision here.
2: Yeah, especially the old apartment. Jesus Christ.
1: <laughs> what do you see on the screen in front of you? Is we have a very attractive powerpoint background now. Ooh. yeah! like uh, it
0: works
2: southeast. I used that just cause I thought it would annoy you a little bit. It
0: did,
1: yeah.
0: yes. Yeah. It, <laughs> it kind of breaks with the tradition of every previous episode. It's mm-hmm. very annoying. Good. Good. Suffer.
2: I'll, we also <laughs> have
1: text on the screen, that's a new one.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I made a funny joke. Yes. <laughs> And All then right. I'll, no, I you know what you 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 two record this. You just go fuck yourselves. <laughs> oh, Do go, you a, uh, want to teach the podcast? <laughs> no, <laughs> Ross is good at it. but I suck.
1: <laughs> and you'll see the remnants of a car here.
0: No, I that, don't. No, I don't. I see a collapsed like tent, maybe or like a group, yeah. Don't <laughs> worry, we'll get to that.
1: Yeah, we'll, we'll get to that. Uh, today we're going to talk about the 1955 Le Mans. Disaster. Oh, beautiful. The mall. The mall. The mall. You know what? I take Get it back. back. That's French for the maw.
0: The Lemons car disaster.
2: <laughs> In the province of Maine. Yes. Wait,
3: really?
1: Yep. Is it Maine? Huh.
3: Yep. Hmm.
1: So but before we do that, we have to talk about the goddamn news.
3: Oh, God. <laughs> <Terp>. <laughs> M-
0: yeah.
1: Mr. Up, <laughs> you're
0: fired.
2: He had a lot of fun with that while we were uh, out west.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Temp! I
0: can't Dump. believe you Dump. defeated Torp. <laughs>
1: Pratt! <laughs> 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 so yeah, uh, Philly has defeated uh, President Trumbo. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: President Dalton Trumbo and his like army of Brazilian special operations forces and like Polish Grom that were going to investigate the Democrat Party rigging the polls have been defeated by, you know, the watchword. The watchword of liberty is eternal vigilance, right? And so that's what happened
2: congratulations to all the agents involved that's right uh, i was proud to take point on this one with my second in command how you like them apples roz justin yeah. rosniak uh <laughs> it turns out roz still can't hold a carbine real good <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah we were we were very proud that uh I, I will say you know uh i understand obviously that this is not exactly the victory we were fucking hoping for uh But I I did I did kind of want to take a moment to say that, like, it is important, especially as the world goes on this sort of collision course. And we don't know really what's going to happen other than possible catastrophic climate change to do take joy where you can get it, because otherwise you end up with a bullet in your mouth. And like, that's a pretty fucking depressing place to be. I know that, like, I'm not happy, you know, it's Joe fucking Biden up there. Uh, But I was very happy to just keep tweeting you mad at Trump supporters. So that's been (laughs) what's really keeping me going in these last few days of Covid.
0: I I, I searched for the phrase, bet on Trump, and found people who had put money on Trump winning, and I sort of spent (laughs) a pleasant afternoon uh, quote tweeting each of them with a cringe emoji. Nice. Yeah, I just Some people put a lot of
2: money on Trump winning, by the way. I know someone put a million pounds on Biden, they still haven't paid him, which is actually kind of amusing. Um, um, I just uh it's important to not lose sight of making fascists upset. Um so yeah, take joy where you can get it, obviously. Um I don't know how realistic pushing Biden to the left is, I assume. <laughs> not very. My goodness yeah. no. Yeah.
1: I just but, want uh, to say congrats to President Mitch McConnell. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, you're right. And uh,
2: if there's anyone in the Democratic Party leadership who, for God forbid, listens to this podcast, hit me up, because I, I got
0: some words to tell you. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah,
3: uh,
0: Mitch McConnell gets a 20-minute meeting in his office with Gina Haspel. You get Liam. Nancy Pelosi yeah, we gets yeah. Liam.
1: We, we, go through I, our, we go through our Patreon uh, donors and realize... Holy shit. Debbie Wasserman Schultz. Hey, we can talk about our
2: we can talk about our hollow recipes. Uh, I will say as a fun aside, and I know we're trying to keep this brief, but I thought you would like this, that uh, my girlfriend's sister used to intern for a, a, a congressperson and he had a special suit. He was a Democratic congressperson uh, for when he was going to get yelled at by Nancy Pelosi, who so apparently when she actually like loses her temper and starts yelling at you is terrifying. And I love the idea, you know, as much as she sucks of Nancy Pelosi of all people giving you the Johnson
0: treatment. <laughs> yeah.
2: Oh she just wipes a
0: dick out on the desk.
2: Uh, hey, you know, if you 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 want to negotiate uh SALT 1, we can do this. I know
0: that's anachronistic. Shut the oh, fuck up t- Tell it to Jumbo, you know. <laughs> Prepare to meet Jumbo. <laughs> <laughs> this is gonna be very confusing if you don't know that LBJ called his deck jumbo. Yes. Uh, you're not gonna call it tiny, you know. This I don't know. True. That, would be, that would be that would be a good irony post, I think. Little buddy, yeah. yeah. Someone right.
1: needs to do one of those. Um, yeah. You know, like the, the the Alexander Hamilton, but he's trans. Uh, oh image. no! Do one of no. those or LBJ? Oh!
0: <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> Someone's gonna do that because of you.
1: I, I'm I, I'm wondering how he deal, how she, how they deal with their dysphoria. Uh, well,
0: that's why the long uh, phone calls to the tailor about pant fitting. Uh, <laughs> don't like that at all.
1: I'm sorry, I spoke this into existence.
0: You fucking should be the <laughs> lathe hopping between podcasts here.
1: Oh God! All right. In other news. I just want to say this as a public service <laughs> announcement. Do not, under any circumstances during this pandemic, take the Reading Blue Mountain and Northern Railroad. Yeah, because um, they gave you COVID. They probably did gave, give me COVID.
2: We don't know I, yet, to but, be fair.
1: Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't have any symptoms, it's been about, it's been four days now. You have um, defeated
0: the coronavirus in yeah. single combat, but they did give you the COVID.
1: Apparently, Congratulations, yeah.
0: you're president now.
1: This is a set of four, three rail diesel, uh, rail diesel cars from the Bud Company, and my friend and I, and one of her friends went to, we went from the, we went from Reading, Pennsylvania to Jim Thorpe, Pennsylvania on these, right. And everyone was lined up to get in the cars, they all had masks on, and then, you know, I figured, okay, they're going to do social distancing, they're going to do all this crap. No, they packed this train full of people, There's was about 80 seats in each car, and they had someone sitting in every single one. Mm-hmm. That, that great single-
0: advantage of trains, that you can fit a lot of people in them, suddenly <laughs> now they're disadvantage. <laughs>
1: I know, right? And all of them were Poised like 60, batonic. 65 year old people with like Trump shirts on and shit. They all tell, took their tell, masks tell off. Tell the,
0: tell the people what you called them.
1: The goddamn fossils. There we go.
0: I just think it was kind of ironic that all of them were wearing I will never get the novel coronavirus t-shirts. but
1: Yeah. <laughs> what sad. I don't get is they, they were all wearing masks outside and then when they got on the train they took the masks off. I don't know, there's there something
0: about this there's something about the human brain that doesn't work well with like putting the thing on indoors. You you like you take the thing Cad off when you burn. get indoors. Like um the, the new Secretary yeah. of Defense, like, because Trump fired Mark Esper for not wanting to do a coup or something, arrived at the Pentagon, very uh, tri- Tripped over his dick on the first step, and then immediately walked up the stairs and took his mask off. So like that's I think it's just ape brain stuff. It just—it's in there, you know. You come into a warm enclosed area. You like take an item of clothing on your outer layer off.
1: It was two hours and thirty minutes to get to Jim Thorpe, and then it was uh, two hours and thirty minutes back after Raven was drunk and they were yelling at each other on the way back. And like, uh, o- old man actually asked me to close my window because <sighs> he was getting cold, and I was like, "What the fuck, dude?" Like, like.
2: No, I, no, it's not worth it. It's, this it's is not the, worth the it. The finest yeah.
0: the finest medical science of the sixteenth century eludes that guy. You can't
1: close the fucking window, dude. You're gonna get miasma. Yeah, exactly. You're gonna get miasma. You're gonna get your humors are gonna be by this pandemic. Yeah. <laughs> My god. I I, I was You were very going confused. to lose you
0: posted cringe. You were going to lose bile. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Someone please dr- instead of drawing instead of drawing the LBJ thing, please draw the three of us and plague Dr. Masks with that caption. <laughs> and safety helmets. Yes. That's it, yes. Uh, I don't know where they're going to go
1: on the on the on the bird mask, but you uh-huh. know. And a man in Jim Thorpe yelled at me for jaywalking. Like what actually brought me aside and yelled at me for jaywalking. I was like, I, I don't know what this is. We don't have this crime in my country. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, this is my this is my public service announcement. This would be a very nice trip, if not for COVID, but COVID was occurring. So do do not take Redding, Blue Mountain and Northern. Please, they please do, no, not do not acknowledge the this. disease exists. Okay. That was the goddamn news. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Strong first showing here. Yes. Uh tag yourselves. Oh yeah, I'm Professor right. Fate. That's
2: that's right. You wanted the Professor Fate car in here, and I just Yeah, I
1: did want the Professor Fate car in here. What is the All Professor right. Fate car? It's from uh The Great Race. It's a film from 1965, I think, about an old um like early 1900s, uh, long distance car race from New York to Paris. Huh. Um, and it's sort of a slapstick comedy, you know? It's a good movie. It is a good movie. It has one of the greatest sword fights ever filmed and the largest pie fight ever filmed.
0: Huh. Well, <laughs> official movie <laughs> recommendation then. Yeah, that's yeah, one of 12 movie. movies he's seen.
2: I know, right? <laughs> Move on up. I don't
1: know. So, uh, Liam, take take it away. You you did the notes for the slide. I just decided to put the Hannibal Twin Eight on there instead. Oh fuck yeah! All right, hold up.
2: Where am I? Uh, yeah, no, I got it. Roll Tide. Uh, so 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 yeah. So motor racing uh, honestly basically begins when cars are invented. So the late eighteen hundreds, um, Daimler and, and Benz, obviously. The first organized race is actually in eighteen ninety four. Uh, in France, uh, France. Uh, oh yeah, it's a road race. Front. The guy, the the average pace, uh, is a blistering like twelve miles an hour. I don't have this in the notes, but it took them like six and a half hours to
0: do it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, great, you um, you invent motorsport and immediately create the Indy five hundred.
2: Yeah, uh. But uh, but enough about that. Let's talk about the 1903 guy, guy and a
1: horse still wins.
2: <laughs> Let's talk about the 1903 Paris to Madrid race uh, where everybody fucking dies. Yes, uh, this
0: is in yes. this is in the group B slides too. So I'm gonna talk yeah. about this twice.
2: <laughs> yeah, so the 1903 uh, Paris to Madrid race is great because the the French prime minister doesn't want this to happen. There's pressure from the French public and uh, King Alphonse of Spain. Uh, the French public's rationale as well. with the French, and I'm going with Germans. <laughs> uh, oh, we oui, oui. bested the will of the buildings of car. Oh, we. Oui, oui. uh, so that's tight. I. Uh, And then half the fucking cars crash. Yes, like if you've ever (laughs) read about early
0: Tour de France or like early, just even the Olympics used to be like this. It was a slapstick-ass time in human history. And all the more so when you include like early mechanical engineering.
2: Yeah. uh, Eight people die. (laughs) (laughs) They have to cancel the race to the point where they like restarted at the Spanish border and won't even allow the drivers to restart their engines. Um, yeah, just get out they and push. Force. Yeah, basically. To a uh, horse actually uh,
1: have a mule pull it. <laughs>
2: this introduces uh, in the French consciousness at least the uh, the concept of speed limits. Huh. Uh, and there is discussion if there should be speed limits during racing. Obviously, if you're a coward, that's what you should do. Uh, after this, public road racing, at least in France, is canceled. Kind of across Europe. Obviously, there's the outbreak of World War One. Um, yeah, and then difficult the mule, to
0: race over the trenches.
2: Yes. yes, the Miglia or Milia, i don't hey, speak the Italian.
0: The Yeah, well, I'm not a fucking fascist,
2: so. <laughs> shots to Noah, but uh, uh, the that restarts in 1927, uh, because of two young counts. Mussolini actually canceled it because a bunch of people died in 37. Normally, I would be shot for being Italian. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, and then hung upside down at a gas station. So who says cars are good for nothing? <laughs> uh. And that ends in 1957. Next slide, please. Man, I wish I had more than one monitor. All right. (laughs) So you may see uh, Alice, you're up here. If you'll notice that girling uh, (laughs) banner. Yes. I do be doing that. Yes. Uh, So you may be wondering to yourself why these dudes are sprinting to their cars. This is called a Le Mans start. This is how they fucking do it. You line up, you run out of your car, you jump in, you start it, and then away you go. A little bit of side note here. When safety harnesses were introduced in the 1960s, a bunch of drivers just said, fuck it. And like, yeah, never I'm not spending the extra few but, seconds at the start
0: uh, doing yeah, a five so a point bunch harness. Of, bunch
2: of people died just <laughs> doing that. Like, I really can't stress enough that like, while it's less deadly than historically has been, like the the uh, the Le Mans race is absolutely just hilariously dangerous in ways that kind of don't make any sense. I also see down here Cap Soloy, hmm. uh and Lucas Electric. Uh, obviously you also notice that they're lined up according to their country. Uh because this is sort of one of the great pride of nations races.
0: Yeah, and that post-war yes. like post-World War One, post-World War II vibe of this is what we're doing instead of war is Oh, we'll get back to the war. This yeah. actually plays a role. <laughs> oh good.
1: Yeah, the German show up with a Zeppelin. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Indiana Jones just kicking ass right into the Le Mans track. No ticker. <laughs> Great fucking movie.
3: Yeah, a
2: second
0: uh, so movie recommendation.
2: One of the I twelve. I've seen some movies. I have seen some movies. Uh more than Roz has. Uh, yes. So Lamont is launched in nineteen twenty three. Um God, so We should just do in-
0: a bonus episode where we talk about good disaster movies
2: that would be fun we got oh. we could watch crazy eights or something oh yeah and mst3k it
1: um well you mean unstoppable
2: oh yeah, yeah yeah
1: yeah crazy eights was the real incident <laughs>
2: <laughs> right, my bad. uh so in contrast to sort of earlier races of the day uh where you're just sort of purpose-built race cars as fast as possible or close to uh yeah, you know, you're not really worried about like fluids and stuff like that because you're just sort of going forever. Uh, this is really hard because you have to. You can't always stop for fluids in the beginning. You had to do at least. Uh, you had to go at least an hour without stopping for fluids. So you have to balance efficiency, endurance, speed. Um, you know, there's some. Yeah, the track. The track is relatively fast, especially or actually counter to that the track is relatively slow there's a lot of like not especially well ta- well maintained road services which are going to play a role um in the uh in the crash that we're going to talk about uh it's absolutely hot as hell uh this takes place in uh june july so you're talking about the f- french heat cars that are very delicate that have to run for a huge amount of time uh guys that are like two drivers now it's up to three uh one of the guys here almost wins le mans in i believe 52 by himself having (laughs) driven for 23 hours straight and the funny the crazy thing i learned about le mans in the beginning was that it was three consecutive 24 hour races (laughs) (laughs) yeah because that's that's how you did
0: an (laughs) endurance challenge like genuinely that's very new that's basically across the continental united states and back Mm -hmm. And like, this is the thing, right, this is also true of Rally, it's like one of these things that diverged, right, but like, in both cases, uh, the idea was, whether you're on a track or just on roads, the point of a race is to destroy as many cars as possible and kill everyone. Uh, yes. we But actually providing uh, entertainment to people watching is a very distant third. <laughs>
1: well, yeah. NASCAR manages to combine these. Um,
3: Pretty
2: well, uh, um, so that's what I have just as like background on Lamont and how it sort of is specific in in the in the it, it's like it's kind of quirks. So, Raz, you did this one if you want to talk about all
1: right, it, all right? So, we're going to talk about the actual Lamont uh track, all right? So, the circuit de la Sarthe. Sart, sarth. I don't know how to no, pronounce. it's sarth, it's sarth. It I've
2: decided I am not a friend of the <laughs> French anymore, that
1: makes sense. All right, so we start up here. What you see is a sort of, this is a modern view. This is sort of a modern racetrack here called the Bugatti circuit. That was not built until the 60s, right? In 1923, the first Le Mans occurred, right? And that was actually on a slightly longer circuit than what there is now. They'd start around here. They went down into the city of Le Mans itself along the um, Rue de Lagne. Lang, <laughs> L- yeah, and th- then came back on Avenue George Durand, which was renamed that at some point, right? Um, later they built they decided to bypass the city because it's a bad idea to drive cars at extremely high speed through the city. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So after that, they go down something we know as in, in English as the Mulsanne Strait, this is about six kilometers long. You go straight, very,
0: very.
2: Until you get a
1: get to a ninety degree corner at the end, right?
0: Yeah,
1: Uh, cars have uh, achieved very, very, very high speeds at this location.
2: They've Um, had to they've had to add the chicanes because cars were regularly going so fast they they lift off. There's another crash uh, in 1999. A Mercedes GTR is coming over a hill and air pushing up lifts his car, he's flown, I don't know, like like I've seen the video a million times, but like 50, 75 linear feet going whatever, 200 miles an hour, and he walks away on skates, which I think is a testament to like how cars are built now and how they weren't built
1: then. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> yeah, like you, did, you do that in like a 50s car, that guy's chunky marinara.
1: But there's a dichotomy here, right? Because in addition to, you know, the, the modern cars lift off, some of the older cars, the, the main problem was you, you had a spoiler. If you had a spoiler on the back and you were going very, very, very fast, it would just put so much force on the rear tires, they'd just shred, right?
2: <laughs> yeah, so, we'll we'll get there with the Mercedes because yeah, that's exactly. how it breaks apart essentially.
1: So, so like, um, the highest speed that was achieved here was right before the chicanes were installed in 1990. Uh, someone hit 253 miles an hour Jesus. on the street in 1988, right? Uh, and there's a lot of this course. You keep going, go up this road, you get up to here, you make a turn, you go up here, you go over here, you're going around, you go through a couple other bullshit up here, which I can't see from this resolution. <laughs> right. You know, and then you come back to Pit Lane, which is right here, which is where today's incident is going to occur.
0: Um... <laughs> and I will be your incident for today.
1: Yes. So, you know, in a lot of the course, you're going full throttle, right? The car, is, the car is completely full throttle for a lot of the course. You know, for a long time, a lot of the roads were not so well maintained, so you're going slower. Today, it's a very, very, very fast course. Um, that's one of the reasons why it's so challenging, is because you're running the car full throttle for such a long time, right? So you need, like, an intensely reliable vehicle to do this well. Um,
0: and an intensely reliable driver who can concentrate and not fall asleep in between getting shot full of horse, whatever, and the fucking pit lane.
1: Yeah, exactly. Well, well, being uh, fed uh, a bunch of strychnine like their uh, St. Louis marathon runner. Um, <laughs> so, okay, here's the modern pit lane up here, right at the top. Today, pit lane is a separate. Uh, uh, area, right? You can see there's like a barrier between the pits and the main uh racetrack here, right? So to give you more of an idea of what the configuration was at 1950 in 1955, you can see there's a public street over here. This is the Rue de Lagne, Lagne, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> the Rue the Rue de The Rue de French thing, right? And you can mm-hmm. see that that continues through it diverts around the race course and then comes back down to the same alignment right in 1955 the street went straight this rue the rue went straight through right because oh, you were no. just you were just mandu yes uh because you were just racing <laughs> on good, ordinary man. streets
0: Soccer <laughs> blue
1: yes so it's an ordinary public road. It has some special, you know, markings on it for where pit lane was said to be. It was a little wider so they could fit the pits in there, but there was no barrier between pit lane and the main race course. Um, there's no, there's, there's nothing, nothing like you would see in a modern race course. And then there was a four foot uh, earthen berm between the spectators and the race course. We'll sort of see how that was configured in the next slide. A but,
0: you never already yes. hear about bums these days. Shout out to Mm. berms. Yes, well... You just like saying berms. I really like saying berms. (laughs) Yeah, I I know.
1: (laughs) Here's here's the berm right here. Man, that's Um, not a
0: big berm at all. I mean, I realise those are small cars, but still.
2: Yeah, and I I don't love how, you know, they're they're seemingly, uh, that four feet doesn't seem like it's going to make much of a difference, say, if a car goes, hurtling by you at one twenty-five or so. Yeah, you get a hair <laughs> must,
0: you know? It's like when a high speed train comes through, you know?
1: Well, uh, I mean, people aren't usually racing high speed trains.
3: Well, I mean, you know, not high-speed with that trains attitude. Have
1: a, they have a limited ability to diverge from a set path.
2: <laughs> Why do you hate the T1, Roz?
1: <laughs> Alright. Uh... Liam, this one's you
2: oh Jesus everybody hold on <laughs> uh, da, 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 da. oh yeah this is just a, a picture of the sort of the the start I uh, I just wanted to include this to get the, the same idea of uh that that berm so for people that are gonna uh matter we've got the number 26 car Austin Healy number 19 over I know you can't annotate it so Ross you could circle these or I can't uh, annotate it uh,
1: um, 19 which one's 19
2: right uh, it's kind of the back left yeah. Right, yeah. right here yeah and then I want you to do 22 that's Pierre LeVay who is sort of uh, he's racing 22. for Mercedes uh, Mercedes had sort of invited him he, he's sort of the folk hero uh, he's an older guy he's a guy I mentioned who very nearly won Le Mans sort of by himself which is absolutely crazy. Um, He's a Frenchman. Remember World War II had sort of just ended, and that's actually going to play a part in some of the weird tensions that come out during and after the race. Um, This features um, Sterling Moss at the top of his game, uh, Juan Fangio, Mike Hawthorne racing for Jaguar, Ferrari at the top of their game, Mercedes at the top of their game, uh mercedes and we'll talk about it in a couple slides is uh has introduced the 300 uh slr which is an absolutely bonkers race car it has an air brake system it's made out of magnesium uh jag uh mike hawthorne who's driving for jaguar uh hates mercedes because he is a good englishman
3: <laughs> and
2: uh and uh, yeah, this is uh, this is going to play a part in how sort of everything unfolds and where blame gets shifted. Wait, did Ang- include- is, it,
0: is this one the Anglo's fault? Is this us? World War II? I don't know. No, no you, not World you, did you, did you, War II. The fucking... Did did it, you, the incident. Did you, did, you, did you
2: fight amongst getting bailed out? Well, I mean, yes. Obviously, <laughs> yes, like,
1: no. the, the yes World congratulations War II was Woodrow Wilson's fault. Let's get real.
3: Um Bismarck.
2: Uh I will say, uh I love one of my favorite weird questions, and I try not to do the armchair general thing, is like after the Battle of Britain, Hitler's just like, nah, fuck this, man. Like I'm just not I'm just not gonna do it anymore. I'm gonna, I'm gonna because yeah, go he was a small bean who had
0: ADHD and was just like, yeah, yes. whatever.
2: That's a cut off her Mike. Cut off her Mike. <laughs> I'm not hearing the <laughs> phrase "small bean" again. <laughs> all right, let's get an uh,
1: intersectional Hitler image uh, somewhere in the no, chat. Yeah, uh, <laughs> no one made it,
3: but they're a Nazi. Uh,
2: so, uh, the Jaguar and the Mercedes are are going really, uh, really at each other. This is, it's worth noting, this is an endurance test, and neither team is especially treating it like one. Uh, so, uh, disaster ensues on lap 35, but before we get there, next slide, please. Let's
1: talk about the car. Yeah,
2: let's talk about the Mercedes in question. Imagine
0: doing that shit with just, like, a leather helmet and goggles, though. Yeah, this yeah. is,
2: uh, I, the, one, the one fact I have here is that I one of the ones I have, is that this thing ran on a, ma- a mixture of gasoline and benzene. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Absolutely.
2: 65% gasoline. Nazi rocket fuel.
0: Benzene. Yes. Yeah. You just, yeah, you just I, strap the guy into the fucking V4 rocket. <laughs> that guy's teeth yeah. are 90% bug by weight by this point.
2: I, I don't oh, yeah. know
0: much about chemical
2: bullshit, because I studied economics like a good boy. Uh, what does benzene do again? It's just really lethal, right? It's just real bad for you.
1: It, it stays around in the environment a long time. Um, it's toxic in high quantities, and usually there's high quantities of it. Um ben- benzene is we we talked about this in an earlier episode. I forget yeah, we which did. one. I was, was just
0: yeah, More like uh Benzene's not good I think it. it's oh, benzene.
1: Huh? Yeah. Oh. Uh, yeah, there you go.
0: Uh
2: so this thing is is truly like a marvel of engineering. Uh it can do 150 plus. Keep in mind the track had basically not been upgraded since the 20s. Yeah. So at the time, cars were doing 60, not 150. Uh, so there's very little room for error, as we'll see. The truck the had genuinely seen just like very minor modifications since 1923. Uh, super lightweight because it had a, a steel tube space frame, and then uh, the bodywork was built out of a magnesium alloy called Electron. It's huh. really helping yourselves here, uh, and it deployed the first air brake.
3: That's so at a certain the speed, back. the
2: brake come yeah the brake comes down or deploys and applies downforce, which helps you from lifting off and doing what the the G the whatever Mercedes ninety nine yeah where you the air sort of comes under, and you just go flying uh he's gonna go flying regardless, mm. but uh we'll see why,
1: but yeah, I reject and- modernity embrace <laughs> tradition <laughs> yes. and, and uh, to be
0: clear, the reason why everything is made out of magnesium is because it's very light
3: mm-hmm. uh that's right, why exactly That's so why I you- included
1: a yeah. slide yes about please. chemistry chemistry Thank you. chemistry, all right, let's go. Uh, not, not in the, uh, not in the, uh, not in the, the romantic sense in the chemistry sense. <laughs> um, okay. So magnesium it's element 12, that's MG up here, right? Uh, it is an alkaline earth metal that's in group, group two, which is this column here on the periodic table, right? It's the ninth most abundant element in the universe. Um, and it's, it's a metal, right? Alkaline earth metal has a low atomic weight, which means it has a very high strength-to-weight ratio, right? If you alloy it with other elements that can increase this property further. But the fun chemical property, of course, group 2 means, in layman's terms, all these elements have two extra electrons. So they like to form bonds over here with group 16, right? And group 16, of course, includes oxygen. Which is fairly abundant in the atmosphere, thank God. Um, <laughs> For now. Because otherwise we'd be dead. Yeah, I know, right? Um, so, group 16 is missing two electrons. So, you know, they, they have a mutual interest in forming bonds, right? And this is a fun and exciting exothermic process. Oh, that see, means we that we the came reaction... back
0: to economics after all. We're doing rational self interest.
1: Yes. So, it's an exothermic reaction, the reaction generates heat, right? So magnesium, like it's relatively stable on its own, but it will ignite very easily in the presence of oxygen. Usually it forms a thin layer of magnesium oxide around the magnesium rather than catching fire, but it will catch fire fairly easily. It burns very brightly and at a very, very high temperature. Um, But again, it's hard to ignite in bulk because it forms this coating, right? So. So yeah, big black won't ignite, but a thin sheet like car bodywork. Oh will. boy. Yeah. Oh boy. Now let's say you've got a magnesium fire, right? And you're like, I don't want this magnesium fire. I want to put out <laughs> this magnesium me. fire. Yeah. I, I don't like it. I, I think this is going to cause me some problems. I think there should not be fire here, right? say it's in your living room or something um, so the first thing you might think is well you know fire doesn't like water right yeah I'm gonna put, try put and pour the, some water
0: on there put the wet stuff on the red stuff
1: yeah exactly and you think this is fairly logical but the, the thing is you 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 don't you don't you don't put out the fire that way because magnesium reacts exothermically with the water right because magnesium oxide, um, so it will react with the water to produce heat and magnesium hydroxide, right? And hydrogen gas.
2: Oh, that sounds verbotic,
1: Cause that's, uh, that's the new preferable configuration the oxygen thinks is good. <laughs> so, and the thing is, of course, number one, this reaction produces heat. Number two, this reaction produces hydrogen gas. So, rather than extinguishing the fire, what you've done is made this fire significantly worse. Correct me if I'm wrong. Is
0: this not also the case that, uh, in some cases, the flames are not visible to the human eye?
1: Oh no. Magnesium blinds you.
0: Yeah. <laughs> well it's I so guess that's bright. one way of not being visible.
1: Yes.
3: What am so I? What am I thinking of correct. then? Because
0: there was one motorsport thing where, uh, like, some fuel product started burning, but like not with a visible flame. And so there's like trackside video of like the driver like running around on fire, and nobody can work out what's going on until eventually someone hits him with a fire
1: extinguisher. Might be some ethanol based. I'm yeah, not sure. I'm not, i I. I Say in the comments what it was. Um, Uh So, okay, so the water hasn't worked. Let me try my CO2 fire extinguisher, right? Let's try the CO2 fire extinguisher. Carbon dioxide puts out fire, right? Well, this is also bad news. Because magnesium is so reactive that it strips the O2 off of the carbon. Oh, boy. Reacts exothermically with it. And it produces, oh, yeah. you know, just raw carbon, magnesium oxide, and of course more heat. You've so, inadvertently
0: created a carbon fire extinguisher.
1: Yes. Uh, so so you you you've made the defo- so yeah. Water doesn't work on it. CO two doesn't work on it. The only reliable way of extinguishing a magnesium fire is to dump sand or some kind of dry chemical extingu- uh, uh, extinguishing. Chemical on the fire. Throw a until blanket it goes over it right?
0: like a chip pound fire.
1: Well, I mean, it has to be a non-flammable blanket, <laughs> <laughs> just because of the sheer heat it's producing. You know, because your magnesium fire is is on a whole other level than like an ordinary fire. I mean, you're, you're looking at you're you're looking at I want to say three thousand degrees uh, Celsius or something like that. I. I it. Yeah, it's it's very, 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 very hot. So lots of conventional firefighting techniques do not work on it. Um now you can alloy magnesium with other metals and you can reduce some of these undesirable properties like being extremely flammable. You can increase its strength. Um, but these properties are not eliminated if there's a major fire, right? And that's what electron was. It was a magnesium alloy. So, you know, it wasn't like gonna catch fire just from sitting around, but you know, if for some reason a race car had a fire that was intense, you might have some problems. (laughs) Liam, this is yours
3: oh jesus
2: christ sorry i was texting <laughs> someone uh, <laughs> I, I was just enjoying the
1: like
0: rain noise is that what that is
2: yeah that's rain. Yeah, uh, rain. this is again this is just something i put in sort of for illustrative purposes as we're gonna see uh this is the austin Healy 100s um <laughs> this is the car that the mercedes is gonna ramp off of uh you can see it sloped to the back which does in fact act as a ramp yeah, we've uh, we've all played GCA. Yeah, yeah. Yes. I mean, I, I really have in here, like, you do the math, just because, like, it's clear to see, like, how this is going to go. Um, It did sell in two things. The, the car involved, I didn't use it, I didn't use a picture of it, just because I wanted to show sort of the side profile. That car actually sold <laughs> for, I believe, $1.3 million That's million? You're paying a minute. lot
0: of money for a ghost.
2: Yeah, it's well, it's supposedly not a cursed car because no one died in it. Yeah. Um, the The Austin Healey driver ended up being a little shaky, but more or less fine once he uh, he I think uh, hit a wall or an embankment, but they pulled him out with very little injury. Um That said, next slide, please. Uh, you just have a picture of a D type here.
1: Yeah, I have a picture. It's of It's cool. The God, J- it's gorgeous. Yeah, love a So it's another 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 car you involved. Say, in you the say incident Jaguar, Jaguar, yes
3: Jaguar Jaguar
1: Jaguar. It's, Jaguar. it's a Jaguar. No, it's a Jaguar. I'm from America, Alice. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Look, I accept that Jaguar might be a fucked pronunciation of like the animal, right? But it's a British company.
1: Yeah, you should it's have a to use our
0: fucked up pronunciation.
1: Now, this is the Jaguar D-Type. Uh, it is another (laughs) type of car which is involved in the accident in question. I'm sorry. Oh, Uh,
3: Thanks, man.
1: One of the things about the Jaguar D-Type is, um, it had very, very good brakes. Um, so Jaguar had actually one previous Le Mans, uh, Almost purely on the strength of the brakes in the car, right? Because brakes are very important in race cars. The faster you can slow down, the more time you can spend at speed, right? Uh, if you can slow down the car faster, you can get through that part where you slow down faster, and you can get back up to speed faster. You know, brakes. Brakes are a safety device, but they are also important for going fast, right?
2: Right, because the better you can break, obviously, the quicker you can stop, so on, you can regain speed quicker, and get so on and so forth.
1: Yeah, you have to you have to leave behind the Mario Kart logic when you're actually doing real racing. Right. One of the reasons that made it very good is it had these things called it had these things called disc brakes, right? Which you can see here. This has Ferrari calipers, but obviously, in real life, this would say uh, a Jaguar on them, right? (laughs) So, this is the difference between the Jaguar and the Mercedes. The Mercedes had drum brakes, right? And drum brakes are an older design. They had very, very large drum brakes. Large enough that they couldn't actually fit them on the tires. They were actually connected by a half-shaft to the unsprung part of the vehicle that's the part of the vehicle which is you know sort of the main body or excuse me the sprung part of the vehicle unsprung part of the vehicle is the tire and stuff that wheels, attached, shit like that. The wheels yeah. and stuff like that and then the sprung part of the vehicle is the um you know the body the frame so on and so forth the stuff that's you know past the suspension right so the drum brakes were um you know this is an older design it's still common to this day Uh, drum brakes are prone to brake fade right which is when your brakes stop working over a period of time because the drum the drum is sort of a uh well it's a a metal drum that goes around the outside of what you're seeing here right um it tends to deform when it's under heat right no the thing that brakes never are Oh yeah. 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 This, this is the problem. The yeah. Brakes, they, they get hot and then stuff changes shape, which is not good. And of course, drum brakes, all of this is enclosed usually. Right. So it's also harder to ventilate the brakes, get cooling in there. Right. So as you're racing for longer, and of course this is a big problem over a 24 hour race, these brakes get less and less effective. Right um now your 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 jaguar your jaguar <laughs> had these mm-hmm. disc brakes right and disc brakes again they heat up but because the disc is exposed uh, to airflow they cool down a lot quicker right um you know the the the, the caliper here also isn't affected by like Changes in shape of the disc in mm. quite the same way that drum brakes. It also brake looks right? way
0: cooler because you can see the caliper heat up. And so this will just go yes. screaming past you. And you'll be like, huh, this is the thing in the wheel is glowing orange. That's very yes. red. <laughs> it's dope.
1: Oh, no, yeah. Disc brakes def- definitely they look cooler. They work better. together. a very, uh, a ver- very, very much a better braking system. Um, And oddly enough, like, uh, disc brakes actually, they work a little better when they have a certain amount of heat in them. Um, that's why, you know, if, 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 if they're, if, if they're heated up enough that they will deform a little bit, um, the calipers can get a better grip on them. Hmm. Um, so, you know, you actually want some heat in these guys when you're running, um, you don't want too much heat, because then, you know, it'll melt, but... This is 1955, so a lot of the science wasn't necessarily super well understood. Yeah, it's all being uh, done by thing,
0: guys in shirt sleeves with martinis.
1: Yeah, exactly, right? In a shed. Yeah. Um But the disc brakes, you know, they ran cooler, they had a lot more stopping power, and they were not subject to brake fade, right? So... This becomes an issue round about lap thirty-five, right? Well, not about lap thirty-five. At lap (laughs) thirty-five, all right. Oh, it's been a
0: while since we got an actual crash (laughs) diagram. Wow!
1: I'm so happy. All right. So remember, we're entering pit lane. Pit lane has no separation, right? So we got Hawthorne. Hawthorne's in the Jag with the good brakes, right? That's the green guy here, right? Behind Hawthorne is Macklin, who's in the Austin-Healey, right? Then we got LeVe, he is in the first Mercedes here. Behind him is Fangio, right? Fangio is in the Merce- the second Mercedes, right? So Hawthorne raises his hand, he's in the, um... The first car here he says I'm going to go into a pit already kind his hand of bracing to, indicate, to just
0: stick your hand in the the air out of like an open top car.
2: Yeah, I wouldn't love that.
1: I know, right? Um and as he does that he, he you know he's, he he says I'm going into the pit. He raises his hand to indicate he's going into the pit. He hits the brakes and you know, they're good disc brakes so you know they slow down the car real fucking quick, right? Um So Macklin, who's right behind him, is like surprised at how 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 quickly he's slowing down. He actually has to swerve to avoid him, right? And this is uh, there. Some of this is a bit disputed as to what exactly happened, right? Um, but once he once he swerved, he momentarily lost control of his car, and he winds up in front of Lavet back here who's, you know, of course, going about 120 miles an hour, right? Didn't think he was going to have to deal with any of this shit. So, Leves' car smashes into Macklin, right? Um, the front wheel ramps up onto the Austin Healy and it flies up in the air. Um, now, it, 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 uh, some accounts say, like, Leves' last act as a living person was to indicate to Fangio to go around. <laughs>
3: god which, that's dire yeah, yeah,
1: which Fangio managed to do um, he, he, he got through this completely unscathed and then later lived to be uh, kidnapped by the Cuban communist party who, who, who he made friends with his kidnappers that's a funny story because <laughs> um, <laughs> Batista was actually just that bad uh, and also the race that they kidnapped him from probably would have killed him, because there was a huge wreck at that one.
0: <laughs> so, uh, Communists won Motorsport 0.
1: Yes. Oh, they maintained like a, a letter correspondence for, for like the rest of Macchio's life. Oh, that's sweet. <laughs> hmm So Levesque, right, smashes into Macklin, uh he sort of ramps up off the Austin Healey. You can long see sloping... He Trunk, yeah. yeah, yeah, not not going well. Uh, and then Macklin hits the other wall, ricochets off. I think he just scrapes by the uh, the Jaguar Jaguar right here, <laughs> right?
3: Ja- 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 jaguar Jaguar, it's a Jaguar. Mm-hmm. So, all right.
1: The main thing here is Levea has hit the wall, right, and the wall here, in this case, is that four-foot earth berm, right, and he bounces along it for a while, um, he clears the berm, and then it, you know, it hits a concrete stairwell for the grandstand that is right on the other side. Oh boy. Levet was thrown clear of the accident, but immediately killed when uh, his skull impacted the ground first. Yeah. Um, I mean, save
0: that for your boomer uncle, who's like, yeah, I don't wear a seatbelt because I'll get thrown clear of the accident.
1: Yeah, well, you know, it's like the, it turns out roads are a hard surface. Yeah, a lot harder than airbags. Yes. <laughs> So the car disintegrated when it hit the stairwell, but all the big, heavy components—you know, the engine, the suspension, the tires, the frame—all this stuff—it still has momentum, right? So they plow into the crowd in the in the grandstands and kills—they kill dozens of people, like instantly. Yeah, the, the, apparently right?
3: the
0: magnesium hood. Uh, just yeah, go, flying here head headlight yes. and because it, it's like mm. catching air because it's you know it's an airfoil uh this sort yeah. of flying sharp wing of uh, of metal just goes through a
1: frisbee just, of
0: death whoosh, straight off a little bit off the top you know um
1: yeah a little oh. bit too much off the top yeah <laughs> uh,
2: literally lowering someone's ears yes
1: yeah so the um you know, of course, this car, you know, it's in an endurance race, right? They got really big fuel tanks. I think they started out with something like seventy gallons of fuel in these things. And
0: they're not protected in fuel cells like they are today, right? Oh, of course, because that's you know, that's cock shit. Why would you do that? That's extra weight. Yeah. Uh, yes. No. Gotta go fast. <laughs> Gotta go fast.
1: So this fuel immediately ignited and became a huge raging inferno, right? Um, and of course the fire is intense enough that the electron bodywork all ignited into a big magnesium fire, right? This white hot magnesium fire, and a bunch of shards of magnesium flew up in the air, and then they came back down as sort of this white hot magnesium rain. Oh, fuck. On the grandstands.
0: Absolutely yeah. not. No, thank you.
1: Yeah, so that burns and injures a whole shitload of people. Um, now, emergency crews were on the scene almost immediately and started spraying the wreck with water. Oh, mm-hmm. Which made it like ten times worse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh,
0: this is a re- kind of recurring feature. Yeah. Did at least like, relative to the other like firefighting uh, excellence that we've seen before, did this at least manage to not kill all the firefighters?
1: I don't think any firefighters were killed on account of this. Oh, well, you know, it's um, not so bad. I do know. Well, I, <laughs> I do know. What's his face? Who was in the um. In the Austin Healey, I think he, uh, after he got thrown off course, I think he ran over a police officer while he was trying to stop the car. <laughs> he, um, he was doing, he was suddenly doing praxis. Oops. I did praxis. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> The fire burned for several hours, uh, just sort of resisted any attempt uh, at containment whatsoever. They eventually were like, "All right, well I guess we'll let it burn out. Now, keep in mind, they did not shut down the race.
2: (laughs) No, they didn't, no they didn't. (laughs) Which would be like
0: truly unthinkable today, but no, they just kept racing. Imagine having to keep your eyes on the road at like 130 miles an hour with a magnesium (laughs) fire off to one side.
2: Hawthorne, when he came back around, was like sobbing. Jesus! From what I read. Yeah. They, yeah. It,
1: like, Yeah, cause they made Hawthorne go around after he pitted, they were like, hey, you need to get away from the chaos for the moment, and he, yeah, he, he did I, a full lap and came back around, he's like, oh force, shit, I've done did this. Continue param- the races, absolutely. We, we, gotta, we
0: gotta get you to do something safe, why don't you drive this car at 120 miles an hour around this circuit okay. for a while. Okay, have fun! It's important to take time to decompress, I find. Yes, it's also the theme of our by dolphin episode. <laughs> <laughs>
3: That's
1: good. <laughs> gotta do some self care <laughs> <laughs> by not having your internal organs separate themselves violently from your your. That's your, right. Your Is that cop on the left chest. actively
0: in the act of tripping while this photo was taken? Yes, I think so. Clown that shoes. Looks like it, yeah.
1: So when the dust cleared, there were at least eighty-three spectators dead and another hundred and seventy-eight injured.
0: You know it's bad when they hit you with that. At least you know that's some melted together stuff.
1: There's lots of there's there's records of this incident that have not been unsealed till this day. Uh, A lot of eyewitness accounts said it must have been more than eighty-three. So all right, you know, so they're trying to clear out this accident scene right and there's a special memorial mass for the victims almost immediately at a nearby cathedral but they do not call off the race <laughs> again i incredible they continue the race and yeah you know, cuz race organizers they said oh we don't actually have the authority to call off the race also they were afraid a lot of people might sue them <laughs> um at very least, Mercedes-Benz had the dignity to withdraw from the race later that night, but uh, Jaguar did not. And Hawthorne won the race.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs>
0: I mean, like, there were some... obviously he didn't, like, he wasn't the proximate cause of this accident on purpose, but it's yeah. still pretty funny, in a bleak sort of way, to be like, up there spraying yourself with the champagne, you know?
1: There was a uh, a famous photo that went around in the French uh, newspapers and magazines after this race showing thought, uh, Hawthorne uh yeah he he did take a couple big swigs from the victory champagne. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, I had, was
2: like, kissing choking. a local girl. Yes. <laughs> the, he he does. Which, and they which, were and the the caption was to your health. Huh.
1: Which I don't blame him for honestly. Like I don't think he caused the accident. And I think maybe you do need to do some self-care after this sort (laughs) of thing, (laughs) especially if they weren't letting you not race. (laughs) (laughs) So, all right. After this race, um, there's some immediate blowback from a lot of European countries, right? Which is that France bans motorsport entirely. As does Germany, Italy, and Switzerland, right? Switzerland still has
0: it banned pretty much to this day. I think they might have some exceptions now, but it's still very illegal.
1: You can do rally-style racing, where there's only one car on the track at once, and you can do... um, Formula E, they've allowed. Um, (laughs) but most of these bans were... You know, we need to we need to ban this sort of thing until we can figure out what's going on. How do we make this safer? Right. So. I don't think it was until the next year that really most of these bans were lifted. Um, they make some vague safety improvements. Um, I think Lamar uh, the uh, the actual grandstands are reconstructed entirely in a new and safer fashion. Out of asbestos. Yeah, exactly, right? Mm-hmm. They didn't really change the course though, and the pit lanes mm-hmm. were still unprotected.
2: Still? Oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they got there eventually.
1: After 55 they were unprotected. It wasn't for 15 more years till they decided, "Oh, maybe maybe we should have a oh, special lump. pit lane <laughs> as opposed to just having the pits out on the track." Right? That's incredible. Your sort of immediate investigation was like, "Who who is at fault here?" right? And all the racing teams blamed each other. The drivers blamed each other. Hawthorne took got sued res- for
2: libel. Yeah, yeah.
1: Hawthorne initially took responsibility. He thought he caused the accident, like moments after it happened. Then afterwards, he's like, "No, I didn't cause the accident." Um, the the formal investigation eventually says, "Well, this is a sort of tragic racing accident, right? No, no one could have, you know, there there wasn't anyone here specifically at fault. It was just, you know, bad." Bad safety, right? Bad
0: everything. Yes. Mm.
1: You know, which yeah, the, exacerbated by... Yeah, that bum
0: by... just appeared on its own.
1: Yeah, exactly. We don't know how it got there, shut <laughs> <laughs> no up. Uh, no, no one had changed the design of the track for 40 years, years, and cars yeah. were three times as fast.
0: <laughs> yeah, but that's nobody's fault, that's just force majeure.
1: Exactly, right? Uh, insurance company's favorite.
2: Things <laughs> happened. Yeah, you know, people die. Eighty three people get guillotined by a flying hood. You know, self-care. Yeah. Self care.
3: Yeah, like it,
1: it this 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 killed 83, 83 spectators plus the driver.
2: Um, at least. It's it a horrible I
1: think... accident. Like it, it it results in a year long ban of motorsport, but it Didn't result in a lot of material safety improvements for uh, Le Mans, right? Um, And what it really took after this incident was decades and decades of advocacy by drivers for motorsport to become as safe as it is today, right? Mm. You know, because dangerous events are relatively cheap to run, you know? Once you have these sort of ironclad safety laws that say, look, you need to spend money on safety... Um, Only then can we run a safe event. Yeah,
0: (laughs) and this is going to be a recurring (laughs) theme, we'll we'll hear about it again when we talk in the bonus episode about Group B, it's also a thing in NASCAR to a certain extent, it's a thing in Formula One, is that like, yeah, okay, racing drivers might have a reputation as being, you know, like, uh, thrill seekers, but like, when your friends start getting killed in preventable accidents. You can organize and at times actually withhold your labor, and that's very powerful. Because who else is going to drive the fucking car?
1: I'm not going to drive a race car. Yeah,
2: I'm not going to scrub up. I've already crashed a race car no.
1: once in my life. I don't. I'm not going to do it again. No, that's right.
0: <laughs> I don't need to be a race car driving scab. Mm-hmm. Yes, <laughs> they just inflate a big scabby the rat holding a green flag.
1: Oh, that'd be funny. Man, I like that. I like that a lot. It'd probably be like uh I don't think racing has big union culture. Yeah. I mean not as no, we know not, unions not the at least. Yeah.
0: I don't know. The the F1 Drivers Association at times, it, I mean it's 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 gone back and forth like any kind of uh sport union, but like yeah, they they they've been kind of successful at uh mostly like things like the hands device, the uh, head and neck restraint that like stops you from just snapping your skull off at the back uh when you get in a high speed crash that's been quite successful um although NASCAR drivers hated it weirdly enough um like e- e- even knowing it would have like saved Dale Earnhardt's life uh, all of these NASCAR drivers were like I'm not wearing that shit uh until they have like had to make them with rule changes
1: yeah, I'm uh, Kimi Reikkonen. Uh i I'm in uh, the F1 Drivers Association, <laughs> Local 102. Uh, <laughs> listen, leave us alone, we know what we're doing. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. But yeah, so that was that was a Lamont disaster. Wow, this is a short episode. Yeah.
0: It's wild. Fuck. Made it to like an hour.
2: Well, I knew we, should, we had to go, well we had to go quick, we saw safety third.
1: I was about to say, well I got an hour until I have to do my other thing, so we could have discussion. Hmm. Debate. Discussion. Uh, about what? Safety. <laughs> good or bad. I would say
0: good. Uh, tentatively. Uh, neutral.
1: <laughs> yeah, I would definitely say safety is good. Uh, I, I would further say that yeah, car I mean, bad. Yes.
0: Car crash
2: worse.
1: Car crash,
3: yeah, not good. I
2: mean, I I think that that's part of it, is that like, even knowing full well, like, You've now seen 83 spectators, you know, plus a driver, at (laughs) least die. And you're still just like, nah, like this was a tragic and unavoidable accident. And uh, we're just not going to do anything to fix it, which is an attitude that pops up a lot on the show is just, Mm -hmm. you know, a lot of times we'll get the we'll get the dire warnings that something is amiss and then they don't do anything about it. It's like something really did happen. And like, obviously, like, I don't understand necessarily like the whole you know, oh, the, the like the overlooking, I suppose, and like, no, well, we can't break the tradition of a thirty-two-year-old track for cars that, like, we're clearly going. Yeah, because that's you know, the
0: danger. And like, like it, like there. it says on the back of your ticket, motorsport is a dangerous event. And I, I would question to what extent, like, the entertainment value is separable from that danger, right? If you want.
2: No, I mean the entertainment value is in the yeah. danger. I think for a lot yes. of people, like a lot of people watch NASCAR
0: for the big mm-hmm. one. Oh, fully. Yeah. If, if you want, if you yeah, want to I, like watch cars proceed safely around a track, you can be one of the freaks who get into the, who gets into touring cars. But like, no. <laughs> sorry, I just couldn't resist. Like,
3: huge slam on touring cars out of nowhere.
0: <laughs> You're not wrong. (laughs) Yeah, I I like to watch a stock car, but like more boring.
1: Mm. Well, I mean, that's the thing. You know, you think, wow, it'd be real. It'd be a lot better if NASCAR was actually stock cars. And you look at touring car racing. You're like, "Mm." no, No, actually, this is worse. I
2: actually uh, (laughs) do hold that point, which is that I think you basically manufacturers enter as opposed to what they have now, and you say you could have, you know. Your car that costs under thirty thousand dollars, with essentially whatever engine you choose to put in it, and whatever you know, racing <laughs> harnesses, so yeah. on and so forth, fire suppression yeah. system. You would absolutely watch like a Ford, whatever the Echo Sport, with a Ford GT engine crammed in there, or like a seven point three liter Power Stroke okay, diesel. That is You'd true. watch that. that is I, true. Just, watch I that. just
1: want to see like a, a, another like whatever whatever it was. I think it was a Pontiac with a twenty foot tall spoiler. <laughs> yes. Hold on, I'm going to use the restroom. I'll be right back.
0: Oh, good, me too. Well, I guess I'll just go fuck myself. This is on you. Yeah. (laughs) Well, um, how's it going, everybody? I'm I, I'm just now helming this podcast by myself, solo. And I'm kind of I'm I'm thinking about how much to um to like contribute here and how much to hold back when it comes to motorsport for the Group B episode uh about about rallying that uh, we're going to talk about, but like, it's interesting, the kind of, I don't know, uh, sort of fly-by-night culture that develops around around these sorts of events, um, and I- I don't know. I think there's part, like, as much as it might have at that time pretended to be purely an endurance thing. Um I, I think I think Liam was right. I think there is an element of like waiting for the big one, right? You're you're trying to test these cars and these drivers to something very near destruction. Um and you know, I I'm not sure how surprised you can be when uh when the result is oopsie whoopsie, we made this bum uh our, our only safety measure for a you know giant magnesium fire. <laughs> Um, it's real bad, folks.
2: Hi, I'm Alice Caldwell Kelly. That's right.
0: That's right. You are.
2: What were you? What were you telling the uh, our our listeners
0: about? Oh, I was. I was like. Um, I was just musing. I don't think I said anything coherent. Oh, good. Yeah, no. I, 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 I said that there were various like uh, traits involved in the scenes of the area and uh, things (laughs) of that nature. Like,
1: it it had I'm bad. I had a huge. You've been saying horrible things. No,
0: much. I, I, I I had a huge book report energy, is what it did. Uh, I, I just did like a Uh, a solid like two to three minutes of nothing.
1: Nice. Atta girl. In, con- in <laughs> conclusion,
0: <laughs> motorsport is a land of contrasts.
1: Yes.
2: Oxford's English six hundred defines.
1: No, you do you do Webster's like uh like an uh, American. Yeah. This is American. I, I, I should've
0: just <laughs> talked shit about uh, touring cars instead. <laughs> Yeah, I really want to drive like a a Mercedes like W one thirty four with a seven foot wide spoiler on it at like forty five miles an hour.
1: I like the concept of touring cars. I don't like the implementation, mm. the execution. It's not, it's not as entertaining as I feel like it but should. Like the be.
0: thing is right uh,
1: because you don't
0: have the, the like the space or the, the speed to do a lot of overtaking. What you end up with is this kind of like convoy thing, which is like NASCAR except the ambient mm-hmm. danger isn't there. Like NASCAR, that's fine because in that like pack of cars they're all going at a fucking canted angle with a concrete wall on one side like that could lead to a massively entertaining mass death event whereas like touring cars just yeah. like oh one of them spun off into the mud oh it sucks
1: like nascar also like get those those uh, those high speed wrecks like they don't they don't kill anyone they barely injure anyone but they are entertaining to watch
0: you're right Oh yeah, especially with like the yeah. whole like the outer shell of those cars just get flies. You know, that's very entertaining. Yeah, that's a, sometimes into the wall, sometimes bad stuff.
2: Oh, happens. Yeah.
1: Well, I wonder if you could do touring cars on an oval track. That might work. You know, I would be interested to see it. Um, I, I think that's something.
0: That's yeah, be. if you have access to a large number of touring cars and an oval track, we have
1: try them? try this out <laughs> yeah.
0: and let us know how it goes. Yes, setting ourselves up for a future um, safety third
1: there. A f- f- future episode where we all become touring car drivers. <laughs> <laughs> we wind one up on Top Gear somehow.
0: One, yeah. <laughs> hey, I mean BBC. If you're listening, clearly you need some people who are both. You need our but help, yeah, yes. you need some people who are both not gonna be uh, the original Top Gear dickheads who are, like, impossible to work with and abusive and stuff, but also, crucially, are not cucks. And so, if you want to...
1: And pedophiles.
0: As Chris Evans
2: uh, may have been. It was in Epstein's Little Black Book. Huh.
1: Oh my god.
2: Not the actor, not the actor. The BBC provider.
0: Well, that, I, I, that, that could have been for perfectly legitimate reasons, I'm sure. Anyway, if you want to uncuck Top Gear, my suggestion to you yes. is call us,
1: Hi, hire us to present Top Gear. Yes, yes. I will. I will happily present Top Gear. I don't know I'd if watch. I can put in put in the work that Jeremy Clarkson did, but I will. I will make an attempt.
3: We'll do our best. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Just
0: punching a guy for not bringing you the correct cheesesteak?
1: Yes. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> oh my god. Alright, well on that bombshell, <laughs> we have a segment on this podcast called Safety Third. Shake hands with danger. This is a safety third from an aquarium. Oh boy. <laughs> So I, I'm sure Liam will be happy about this one. I, ju- I yep, just saw the slide.
2: <laughs> I, am, I am Squidward.
1: I, no, I'm Squidward. <laughs> <laughs>
2: no, this is Patrick. <laughs> Shit killed Steve Irwin, man. I keep saying it.
1: Is a stingray a fish?
0: Um... I mean, look in a in a spiritual sense, yes in a biological sense, I don't know.
1: those are very strange ones because like uh rays in general are ven- very friendly animals like I, I was like
0: just really dislike Australians
1: apparently yeah well, I can't blame them um,
0: <laughs> is is a stingray a so. fish uh
2: yes No. No, but I don't like them anyway.
3: Are yeah, they, they fish? They are
2: fish, they are cartilaginous fish. Yeah, they they oh. killed Steve Irwin-Roz.
1: Yeah, but they're, like, they're usually very friendly.
0: <laughs> yeah, they're usually very friendly, that's why they killed Steve Irwin. <laughs> you can't Look, judge the I, whole species. <laughs> you you yes, know, I can. know who else
1: <laughs> is like murdered people, is like house cats.
0: Yeah, like, but I like house cats. I'm
2: fine <laughs> if they're murderers, I don't give a shit about that. <laughs> They probably deserved it. (laughs) Yeah, exactly.
1: All right. Before starting grad school, I worked at a fancy public aquarium, mostly doing animal feedings and being a bio lab technician.
0: Okay. Please tell me this (laughs) isn't an orca story. Is this an orca story? No. Okay, good. I've seen blackfish. More,
1: more, more related. More related to what we're looking at. While what the public saw was really clean and fancy, the back rooms were not that way at all. There were tanks bowing out and held together by wood and metal beams to keep the glass from shattering. There were tank lights which were tens of years old. There was improper drainage sterilization. In several cases. Heaters and other devices with known current leaks were just left in tanks because they were too hard to replace. I think that the lasting nerve damage, it's okay, it still works basically fine. Oh, in beautiful. my left arm, oh, Jesus. it's from a combination of these leaky machines and an unsecured light falling into a tank I was working on twice. Fuck that. But
0: well, no, thank after you. the second time I quit, you know? Fooled me twice. feel that, feel that.
1: (laughs) We were told not to unplug the lights when putting our hands in the tank for feeding because that's too often. Have they heard of a light switch? (laughs) You can just hit the... Okay. All of that is a side story, though. The real worrying incident was a couple months in, uh, in which we started having a problem with venomous box jellyfish showing up in tanks. Oh.
0: Well, you, you that's why you got to deploy the rocket launchers.
1: <laughs> no one knew where they came from. They would probably hitched a ride on a shipment of exotics from East Asia, but once you have an infestation be, it can be hard to get rid of. That's fucking
0: weird to think of box jellyfish as being like cockroaches or something, you know? <laughs>
1: I've never had a jellyfish infeste- infestation oh, in my I, house. I mean, I, I have one but, that's but probably antibiotics have cleared it
0: right up, so... I,
3: no,
1: I, I don't house. live in a giant vat of water, either.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, if you don't know, all jellyfish grow from little tiny polyps that can grow in the sealant of the tank, or on rocks, or on glass, basically anywhere. Once this issue cropped up, we tried bleaching the tanks, but even after bleaching them, these fuckers came back. Jesus.
0: And they're pissed.
3: (laughs)
1: Eventually they went away, but before that my manager just started pouring the venomous jellyfish out into the set of drains that led to the sewers and storm drains, and and from there into the ocean. (laughs) I expressed some concern about introducing invasive uh, species. Think lionfish, which came from a similar type of situation. Lionfish
0: find it very uh, difficult to kill you, though. Um, Bulk jellyfish, mm. not so much.
1: Yeah, they don't sweat it. Yeah. But my boss wasn't worried, he said they'll go through water treatment. Ignoring, of course, that our sewer system is old as hell, poorly maintained, and has floodwater influxes and outflows. Need I remind you that these things survive bleaching and drying, and are a really toxic species. It's somebody else's problem now.
0: Yeah. There's just like, there's anyway, like a really no rickety really... grate holding back 50 box jellyfish, and just like one <laughs> one screw is like getting slightly loose. Simply don't worry yeah. about it.
1: I used to, when I was in high school, uh, I rode, I did crew, because I'm a... You know upper class twit wasp, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right, uh, a Catholic wasp, the worst kind. A wasp. Um, <laughs> yeah, so you know, the uh, uh, we 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 had a boathouse which was right near a combined sewer wow. overflow point. Ugh. You know, so if it rained too hard in Washington, DC, all the sewage would dump directly onto our dock. <laughs> um, oh. Ugh. And I'm like, well, this is bad enough, I don't want jellyfish <laughs> dumping on there as well. You just
0: gotta go and brush the like shit-covered jellyfish away from your dock with a broom. Don't worry about yeah, it, don't worry exactly. about it, don't worry about it, don't look at it, don't look don't at it. Don't fall in. Do not fall in.
1: Yeah, the Anacostia River was pretty bad to start out with, but then, you know, you add jellyfish in there. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway. No one really keeps a record of which jellyfish species are where, and we don't even know what exact species we kept releasing, so it could be years before we find out if they took a foothold on our coast. If they did, you'll have even less reason to swim in Florida." (laughs) Beautiful, an actual, honest
0: to god, environmental disaster in the making, whistleblown to us and not the EPA.
1: Yes. Thanks, guys. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say, I- so, uh, this is a top- well, there's your problem, top tip. Don't release- Don't swim. Don't,
3: don't, don't, swim. Don't,
1: don't swim. Don't swim. Don't, spit. don't, don't, don't swim. release jellyfish into the sewer system.
2: That's right. <laughs> also, uh, if you're gonna go racing or to wear a harness, can't wait for yes. the, well, there's your problem, collaborative
0: lemon steam. <laughs> That's right. Bring a suitcase full of baked beans.
3: <laughs>
1: Next episode is the Tacoma Narrows Bridge foot. disaster. Yeah,
0: this. Uh, well, our there's your far. problem. Any percent speed run. I
1: was about wow. to say, yeah, we, we made it quick. This is because Riley um, forces <laughs> yeah, will. He on
0: inculcated us. See with how you like it, Riley. Show, show <laughs> see how energy. you energy. Like and so now we can only do way, podcasts he, within an hour and a half.
1: Yes. We were on the most recent bonus episode of Trash Future. So, listen to that podcast. Yes.
0: Let me get paid off of you listening twice.
1: Yes. Yes. Become our pay pigs. That's right.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Uh we have a Patreon for this purpose where there will be bonus episodes. Our next bonus episode is on Group B. Yep.
0: Group B rallying. More of this more more motorsport.
1: What Bo- motor
2: motorsport? Yes. a lot
0: of death. Lot- oh <laughs> so lot much of death. death. Oh yeah.
2: Yeah, What mm. happens when we take a car that weighs as much as a bicycle, and we put a twin turbo <laughs> V6 in it? Let's find out. Yes. That's not gone well. <laughs> err, quattro, err, quattro, err, quattro.
0: <laughs> hey, but listen, if it hadn't uh, been for I the have- demise of Group B, you never would have gotten the anti-lag sound in Group A, so, you know. Yes. Yeah. Just enjoy that. Bup, 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 bup.
2: That was Dale. All right. Uh, I I am working on shirts. I have taken
0: it <clears> over. <throat> I'm waiting on Union Pete to get back to me. All right. Now, if you want a Pennsylvania yes. Secret Service card following our oh, yes. election victory, you can DM me. What you cannot DM me, or I guess you can, but I wish you wouldn't, is there's a Pennsylvania Secret Yes. Yes, they are. I need three things from you. The name you want on the card, the image you want on the card, and the address you want me to mail the card to. If you send me all three of those, I can get right on it and print it, and if you want to send me a few bucks for shipping, that would be much appreciated, but it is not mandatory. This has been an announcement about the Pennsylvania Secret Service cards. Go birds. Mm.
1: Send more money, I'll send more stuff. That's right. Yes. I guess my commercial is Franken 12. It's coming. No, really, it's coming. I I, I actually have the damn thing open in fucking Adobe Premiere right now. What's this one going to be? I've gotten a bunch of stuff done. 12? 12 is about about the various ways we have subjugated people in the West.
0: I'm sure that will be an enlightening and relaxing time.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's full of exciting topics, like yeah. the Walking Treaty, like Cherokee removal, like the Haitian Revolution, yeah. and how we profited off that.
0: Oh. <laughs> oh boy, that's self-care, huh? Well, well that's mm-hmm. your problem, uh, vive General Dessaline, uh, vive General Leverteau.
1: Yes. Is it Lovature? I think so. Because I was calling him Lovature the whole uh, time. Amy Lovature. You, you,
0: Amy Love. Fuck, that's so cursed. Oh my god. <laughs> Just throwing a stapler at Napoleon.
3: <laughs> what I'm here for.
1: <laughs> it turns out the short guy with the horse was bad. Oh yeah. Real bad um, folks. <laughs> yes. Not very good. Um other than that. I don't know. Subscribe
0: to our Patreon. Of,
1: yeah, subscribe to our Follow Patreon. Follow Liam
0: Montuessa. Something about the yes, Discord. Yes. Oh, oh.
1: Yeah, something about yeah. the Discord.
0: Discord.
2: Don't Which, be yeah, assholes in there. We haven't
1: quite figured out if it's for patrons only or not, None. but that's where the link is. Oh. But you could probably nice. just distribute the link too, I, I wouldn't care. Yeah, I don't really care. Yeah, exactly. Um, just just stop causing problems. <laughs> yes please, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> please, shut up about your fucking problems, yeah. we don't want to deal <laughs> with it. Yeah, yeah. With it's, it's well there's
0: your problem, not well there's it, our problem. Not of this, are <laughs> yeah, exactly, yes, right? this is our problem. Exactly, right? This
1: should be a more grill-pilled sort of environment. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I won't, you want to log on to this fucking discord and then start talking about uh, uh, the, the specific. Bullshit. Yeah. The, uh, uh, we're going to have like serious discourse about like uh, China or some crap. It's like, no, we're, we're supposed to hear, we're supposed to just be shooting a shit.
2: Please just shit post trains. Yeah, I'm begging Yeah,
1: Do not have serious opinions on our discord. Mm-hmm. Do him on Twitter take, like a man.
2: Take him outside. That's what parking lots That's are right. for.
0: <laughs> can we just have, can we just quarantine off a channel called The Parking Lot and just let you have
1: it out in there?
2: Oh, yeah. We have Political Fight Club yeah. for
0: that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Political Fight Club. We, we could just rename the parking yeah, lot. Yeah, do it. Yeah. Yeah. All right. To so meet me outside. <laughs> <laughs> no rules. <laughs> Ugh. If you don't want to be abused, just don't go in that channel. Well,
2: exactly. <laughs> Someone will call you a mean name, and I will do yeah. nothing to stop them because you signed up for it. I hear yeah. Rose is it's in dark. there
0: swinging a chain around and hollering about Maoism.
2: <laughs>
1: yes. <laughs> exactly. Yes, I,
0: I too have heard
2: that.
1: <laughs> All right. I think that's a podcast.
3: That's Bye, it. everybody.
1: Okay. Yeah. Bye, everybody. All feet Zan. Au revoir, that's